This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for July 21st, 2010. Today, we're talking with Phil and Amy from The Biggest Loser about their new book, The 90 Day Fitness Challenge. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't kill your life thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're uh, new to the podcast, this is where it's basically my little diary. I'm, I'm trying to motivate myself to lose weight. I'm uh, down about 10 pounds. Right now, I'm kind of stalled. I actually went on vacation, came back, and didn't quite hit on all cylinders. And I got to tell you, the book, The 90-Day Fitness Challenge, is uh, really the uh, the cup of tea that I needed to get my butt back in gear. There's also a DVD if you would like to uh, maybe lead a small group at your church. You could do that. The great thing about Phil and Amy, at least for me, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not. I'm actually a minister in training at a small Baptist church here in Ohio. In addition to being a corporate trainer, I, I wear two hats. And uh, so when I, I read this book and heard about them, I they're from season six and uh when I read the book, it's it's got the thing I love about it is it's just written like in plain English. You know, I'm, I'm reading uh, Jillian Michaels' Mastery Metabolism, and it's a little too deep. I mean, she she's way into the science. This is just like Phil and Amy sitting across the table, telling you about their story and telling you what's what they learned at the ranch, what's still working today. They both look great. You can find out more about them at Phil and Amy Fitness. Amy is A M Y. So fillinamyfitness.com. And uh, without further ado, well, I should mention this uh, before we get uh, into the interview is that uh, if you're not new to the podcast, you probably think you probably thought I went away for about a month. We had a technical glitch. I kept putting out episodes, but for whatever reason, they weren't showing up. And so if you're if you're subscribed in iTunes, you can go to school, um, logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes and uh, to subscribe. But if you're already subscribed, if you go back, you'll probably see where there are like four episodes that are available for download that you didn't download because they all showed up at the same time. So just go back and click on get all and that'll get all those episodes. I didn't go anywhere. They just, uh, I kept putting them up because finally somebody said, hey, I hope everything's okay with you and uh, looking forward to more podcasts. I'm like, why are you looking forward? There's like three to listen to. So we had a minor technical glitch that's been taken care of. 
anytime you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can email me, Dave at LogicalLoss.com. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228. You can leave a comment out at our website, LogicalLoss.com. And uh, without further ado, let's turn over to my interview with Phil and Amy Parham. Well, joining me on the phone from South Carolina, you might remember them from season six of The Biggest Loser. That was the one with uh, the nasty Vicky. And of course, Michelle became <laughs> the uh, the second biggest loser, the second woman to win The Biggest Loser. And uh, it's Phil and Amy Parham from uh, The Biggest Loser again, uh, and also from philandamyfitness.com. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having us. Thanks, Dave. And uh, just a quick review. Uh, Phil at his heaviest was 340 pounds and Amy was up to 229. And when they were on the show, you guys lost it. If I remember right, it was 256 pounds. Is that right? That's 256, it. yeah. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a couple new kids on the block combined together there. That's awesome. That is. <laughs> that's uh, well, I just, I had a couple quick questions about the, the biggest loser. I think we all know at this point that basically if you're not eating or sleeping, you're exercising at the ranch. So I didn't want to ask about what's a typical day, but I did have a question since it is a reality show and they made Vicky look just so awful on that show. And obviously you can't edit what's not there, but how much of the drama on that show is, is put in via editing? Well, I mean, you know, you got to understand that when you're on in that environment, you're detoxing from sugar and caffeine and all these other things. You're away from your kids. You're, you know, isolated from the rest of the world, even the media. We had no idea who won American Idol that year. I mean, it was that kind of thing. And so everybody is a little grumpy, and so and they are saying things that they probably wouldn't say under normal circumstances. So there were things said, and there were, you know, some attitudes and everything, but I think that they, you know, they focused a lot on making her a character and making us a character because I'm sure there were times that we said things that, that weren't very nice, but they didn't use them, you know, <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you can't make a good person bad and a bad person good. Like you said, they would always tell us that when we would go do our interviews. And gotcha. when you really are squeezed, the true character sort of comes out. But, <laughs> you know, I guess to Vicky's defense, she sent us a message on Facebook a couple of days ago asking for our book. So that's a good sign. She yeah. gave us her address. And she's kind of, uh, I think Vicky... Uh, it, it took a little more time for her, but I think she turned the corner and I'm happy to, I'm happy to see it for her because, um, she's done real good since the show, but she had some, she was mean. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you stay in touch with anybody else from, you know, the biggest loser? Oh yeah. I mean, we're like, it's kind of like even from seasons before hours and then after hours, it's kind of like a big fraternity sorority type thing we're one big family and um we just we just went back to the finale for this year and they had a reunion party and there was people from every season there and when you see each other everybody just hugs and and um and we do like you know keep in contact over facebook and we talk to people every now and then we're we're just all so busy now it's like after that show it's like it throws you into a whole new world of you know they like to watch our season and we like to watch their season so Kind of like we, we're fans of theirs and they're fans of ours, and then we become friends. It's really been a really cool thing since then. Well, that was going to be one of my questions that 
to me, I find confusing because they'll slap the name Biggest Loser on every product on the planet at this point. But oh, yeah. You, but yet I can't, and correct me if I'm wrong, I can't go buy like a DVD of season six. No, you, you can't. Cannot. You can do it on iTunes. Only on iTunes. They must have some kind of an exclusive deal because we wanted to get our season and some of the other seasons, but I'm not sure. I think it's in the way that they've got their deal done. You know, NBC. It's NBC Universal. Okay. And and they are they've got Bravo and they've got Fine Living and they've got all these other numerous channels. Style Network. They're all owned by the under the cover of NBC Universal. It's probably 25 networks. So. What they do is they just keep putting it out over and over. Um, I mean, at Christmas, they may show a marathon on one of the other cable networks right. you know, of our season. We don't even have copies of our season. <laughs> and what's, what's really cool about it is um, you can get it on iTunes, so I will say that. And okay. it, is, it is really cool. But um, what's neat about it is we just recently aired in um, Indonesia. Hmm. And who would have thought, you know, we'd have all these fans from Indonesia. And we get we get Facebook um, requests all the time for where can they buy our book in Sweden. And, you know, we did a book signing in New York City at the NBC Experience, which was really cool. And um, we had people that were the most excited to see us were from other countries that heard that we were there because our season had just aired a month or two before in England you know, in some other places, I thought. That's just so bizarre. We never, I've never been to England, but my but people know me there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And Vicky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they get upset about it in other countries, too. And you're like, look, that was years ago. We're over it by now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're all friends. It's all good, you know. <laughs> but uh, they're just now seeing it, so that's that's interesting, but... Well, and the other thing I always wondered, how much paperwork do you have to sign as a contestant to, to just get on the show? Um, we won't tell you how much, but a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. Because <laughs> I always Dreams wondered. Dreams of paperwork. Um, yeah, it's a pretty huge you know, contract. If you, if you die, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, not really, but, you know, it's 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 legal. It's a, it's a contract. Right. And then... Uh, the last little biggest loser tip that I always wonder about, I, I always hear about, you know, when you're there, you're actually cooking your own food. I always thought, you know, some chef guy was, here you go, here's the chicken. So how much education happens at the biggest? Because they don't really show a lot of that. They show a little bit, but it's usually wrapped around some sponsor or something like that. But how much well, education yeah, goes on? No, they do come in, like Jillian would spend a lot of time talking about nutrition and coming in there and cooking and showing, you know, everybody how to cook and and Bob would say, this is a perfect snack. And, you know, and, and they talk to you a lot about, you know, small meals every three to four hours, nutrients, um, you know, making sure that you had a good combination of protein, carbs, and fats with every meal and snack. So, you didn't really know what they were talking about at first, but you just, you know, I would ask Bob, what do I eat? And he would just tell me what to cook, and we made it real simple. Don't you think, Amy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Philip didn't know what a carbohydrate was. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, funny. I've written a book on nutrition. <laughs> so, well, that, he does. <laughs> well, that was going to be my other question. Where do you guys now get your, how do you stay up on nutrition and, and what do you, obviously we're going to be talking about your book, the uh, the 90 sure. Day Fitness Challenge, but where do you guys get your information from or is it just just from the, the ranch or? Well, can I take that one, Amy? Yeah, you go ahead because you're, 
student for sure. Well, I'd, like she said, we. I, I apologize. I keep getting calls once I'm on a call. Um, <laughs> we, um, you know, obviously we learned a lot of the basics while we were there. Um, we learned a lot of really good principles, and some of them, I believe, some of the things that we learned truly went past just what to eat. People always, people. This is my new thing that I'm learning now. People always say, "Just tell me what to do." Mm. Well, just tell me what to eat. But people, you know, a lot of the things that they know to do, they don't do. So Oprah's the one that goes around saying, you know, I think I heard Dr. Oz, I recorded this great Oprah yesterday, and um, Dr. Oz was on there talking about diabetes, and, and it was just great. And he said he learned from Oprah, people don't do what they know, they do what they feel. Mm-hmm. And I think we got there and we made a determination that we wanted to, we wanted to lose the weight, that we wanted to change our lives. And we got in that atmosphere where everything was about us and about changing and just going all all out. And, you know, we, we learned some of these principles on how you can change other areas in your life. But anyway, back on the food thing, I think we learned a lot of really good things, like Amy was saying. You know, we learned that it's real food and it's natural, and we didn't really realize how much junk and fast food and, you know, processed things and Looking at some of my old receipts versus my new ones after I got back, I found one and I go, oh my gosh, look what I was buying at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It was just almost like I had blinders on my eyes. I had no idea about what was easy, about what was convenient, about what tasted good, about what I liked. I never thought about what it was doing to my body or the consequences for that. So then, you know, you fast forward to the end of the show, it's like it took me an hour and a half to go grocery shopping first time because... Mm-hmm. They bought groceries for you, and then I, I wanted to replicate what they did there, and, and then I just started reading books. And well, and, Honestly, and, people started sending me things, and I would go to Barnes & Noble and just sit down for hours at a time <laughs> and study, and I would try to find all the books that are out there, and I would say, now, what is the common threads that run through these books, right. and how can I you know, kind of eat the hay, spit out the sticks, or put it <laughs> through the sifter? and see what the good that falls out on the other side. And, and, you know, there's a lot of common denominators that people need to know that are in almost all of your good quality books. But the the unfortunate thing, and I'll end with this, I don't want to ramble on, but the unfortunate thing about the diet industry is that it is, it's set up to market to people that this is the, this is the new thing or the whatever. And what we found when we went on the show is really they weren't teaching us anything that was rocket science. Right. We were just having to learn principles. We always tell people it's just like from the Bible, Proverbs, if you live off of principles, you know, you're going you're gonna to be ahead. Um, we learned all these principles and we started applying them and it was that application of it that made, a, that made the difference. Because a lot of people will tell you, well, I'm on this diet or that diet and, you know, we can go into some of the nutrition stuff in a minute and I can tell you you know, more of the basics of what we found out to be true. But uh, at any rate. Well, and it's it's interesting if you go just through the book of Proverbs, how much it talks about being wise, you know, and right. just knowing what's right from wrong and then, oh, I know, and doing it. <laughs> right. Right. I love Dave Ramsey as an example. Mm-hmm. If you listen to his broadcast in 1995 or 1999, he's probably going to say the same thing he's saying in 2010. Yep. Absolutely. But are people doing it? <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know, but you know, he's not 
throwing something at you that is, you know, people would say, oh, that's simple, but it's truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and you have to learn how to apply that and, truth. And we find that a lot of people that, that we come in contact with, it's not really about diet and exercise. It's actually deeper, and usually it's a spiritual root. There's usually a spiritual and mental um, roadblock or stronghold or something where they, they just stop believing that they can ever be healthy. They stop believing that they can ever get over some of their food addictions or that they can get over the habits that they formed in their lives. And we, our book, other than just the sound diet and exercise information, we try to motivate people and, and show them that it's possible and show them that, you know, they've got to do some mental, they've got to do some strategies to change their mindsets and they've got to, you know, you know, find out what is motivating them to maybe comfort themselves with food or whatever. Right. And so it goes a little bit deeper than just, you know, diet and exercise. Because everybody knows you've got to eat less and move more in order to lose weight, you know? We right. kind of find ourselves in an elite group. We feel like there's the people who come up to us and say, oh, my gosh, your book is so great, and I just bought it, or I just started reading it. And those are the people that really we feel like a lot of times these people are dealing with a lot of weight. It's not necessarily that you have to because we've got people who come to our challenges who decide they want to change another area of their life. But a lot of times the people feel like they can relate to us the most are very, you know, underneath the weight. They feel like they're trapped. And that's and we talk about that. We talk about the emotion of it. In fact, our book starts out with Amy talks about looking at a hole in the ceiling, which is a funny story. We never get to go tell that story, but there was, I'm like, why do you have a hole in your ceiling? And she was looking up and saying, I wonder if that beam would support me if I tried to kill myself, you know, and which is horrible to think about that she actually had that thought. But what happened is we have a pretty large house and we have an attic, um, walkout attic where the heating system is at. We walked out there and, and we've got it covered in wood and all that and I actually there's one little space and I stepped through it and my foot went through the ceiling mm. so we never really went into detail <laughs> so if anybody <laughs> reads our book and they're like why are there holes in your ceiling <laughs> we don't typically have holes in our ceiling but we did I stepped through the ceiling when I was in the attic moving some boxes so but she looked up at it and that's really just speaks to the desperation that she felt because she mm. just was that to that point well, and then that's another thing too you're when you're under all that weight and you've you're eating horrible. Your hormones are all out of balance. And I mean, it was a mess, you know? Well, and that's to me, the, the beauty of the book, it really, I, I just, uh, I've been reading it the last couple of days and it's just, to me, I love it because it, I, I needed a spark. I needed something to kind of remotivate me. I kind of, I went on vacation and came back and I kind of stalled and I, I've been, uh, I just love the fact that every day I'll get up and read, okay, here's, you know, day 17. Okay. And I get this little tidbit and it, it gets me focused and going on the the right direction. And, uh, just the way you, I love the fact, well, I don't love the fact, but the, you know, all the, the trials and tribulations that you guys have gone through. And it's not just, like you said, it's not just a nutrition thing. It's also, you know, the, the spiritual side and the fact that, that, yeah, there are going to be times when you don't have the willpower and you don't have the determination. And, and when your strength runs out, you guys turn to God and, and he'll take you the rest of the way. And that to me, I think is a lot of the problem with, uh, you know, people are trying to fill that, that spiritual hole with, you know, a, a Big Mac, and it's just not going to work. <laughs> exactly. That's and we didn't realize we had some holes, um, which Amy's going to write about some of those things in her her next book. It's called Ten Lessons from a Former Fat Girl. All right. It comes out in January. And 
we're excited about that one, and we're working on a 90-day fitness challenge for kids, too, so we might as well make a plug. That one will be out June of next year, so we we hope to be around doing this for a while, but, you know... Um, well, that's what's, what's great, because if I understand this right, when you guys came back from the ranch, everybody said, hey, I want to know what you learned out there. And, and you organized these these challenges, and you had people from all over the place coming to these, and you you basically stayed in touch with them via email, and you took all those emails and put them into to this book, and it it's really yep. just I love it because it's just bite sized little hey read this and it's almost like a daily blog. We didn't even know what a blog was. We used uh, <laughs> we really honest to goodness did not know what a blog. We've just recently learned what a blog is. So. That's how, That's how dumb we kind of are. backwards <laughs> we are. But a friend of ours set us up on constant contact, and we had everybody go to our website. And literally within just a, I mean, just a short time from the 850 people that came to our first event, we had 2,500 email addresses, and we started sending them out. And it, it almost got – we were not prepared, I'll be honest with you, at the beginning for, for the response that we got. And now we did, we did several challenges, and um, – we decided to turn this into a book and Harvest House was gracious enough to love, you know, our proposal that we gave them. And then mm-hmm. we had to slow down a little bit. So we turned those emails, those daily emails. The majority of those are the daily emails. And like what Amy was going to say, that it was so cathartic for us to be able to come from that place of just coming fresh off the show. Right. We can share our heart. And I don't know if I could have rewritten it that way, because it was everything was so fresh and just and we know. were still learning a lot of things ourselves because you know it, this whole thing is a process i mean it, it's a never it's a life journey because you're never gonna stop eating so you're always gonna have right. to you know keep that in check and you're always gonna have to um make the right choices when it comes to food and exercise and all that so this is not about a diet it's about really changing your life and it's easy it's easy at the end of the day because you just change, you just make adjustments to the food that you eat, and you don't have to tell your, you right. don't have to tell yourself I'm losing something. You can tell yourself I'm gaining health or I'm, I'm making a better choice. That's all. It, that's all it really is about. Well, I know one of the things that you guys, one of your tips is you cook everything on Sunday for the week, and and it, you just basically plan everything out. And it's one of those things I always talk about. You know, failure to plan is planning to fail, and you guys definitely have. The plan, I guess my question would be, what happens if on Sunday something happens and you, you don't get to cook? How do you recover? Well, in that case, I mean, we would probably have sandwiches and things until okay. we could find a night where we could cook. I mean, or we would, you know. Have and we're in the middle of moving right now, too, Dave. So oh, boy. Yeah. we have not been obeying our principles <laughs> lately. <laughs> tell you. We have boxes stacked everywhere. Amy's doing the confinement thing. And well, that was and you, just learned, and you just learn to make the best choices, too. Like, even if you have to eat fast food, you know, like today I had Subway for lunch and I just didn't get mayonnaise. I didn't get cheese. I had the whole wheat bread. I'm you know, put lots of vegetables on it. Right. No chips, water. I mean, you know, it's just knowing what's the right choices you know, to make. And those little Calorie King books, those are the best. The Calorie King and the mm-hmm. Carbohydrate Counter. You can get them at any bookstore, like seven bucks or something. And you you stick one of those in the side door of your car, and you can go to any place out there and know. And I, and I hope that they go ahead and make that a law soon because you go up to like New York City, and they have to list. If something, you know, they ban trans fat, which is great. You don't right. need it. It's a killer. And then um, um, they have to list the calories. 
and you literally you walk into any place and you what you think sometimes you're getting is a good choice you know the calories and the fat are off the chain and you think well at home I can cook a turkey burger but you can't go to one of the big you know big chain places and get a turkey burger sometimes it's not even the, it's not the best choice so it's just about like Amy said learning and education and it's not going to be perfect all the time and there's going to be days where you're just going to have to scrap it and start over the next day but we literally believe that if you can get some of these principles down it can change your life and then you can apply those kind of principles to any other area in your life and just say like I'm going to take the next 90 days and I'm just going to you know set my face like flint I'm going to do it you know I'm going to bring somebody along with me for the journey and then uh and then I'm going to turn around and look and that stuff you know it's going to, my life's going to be changed and it, we're hoping that church groups in place and you know do it together because then that way you know I, the church is one of the places where my heart's really like I just really want to see them healthier because that seems like one of the most one of the socially acceptable sins is gluttony yeah <laughs> and and I'd love to see some some transformation in the church, you know, in yeah. that area. Well, that was, if I understand this right, tell me a little bit about the DVD that's based on the well, book. Well, the DVD is actually for that purpose, like a church, an organization or whatever could buy the DVD in like one night a week or one night a month or, you know, whatever their like small group schedule is, they could watch the DVD and then they have the book. Everybody in the group has the book and they can um, you know, read through the book, and there's some discussion questions. There's a leader's guide that comes with it. And, um, you know, they can just kind of share with each other what they've been going through throughout the week as far as the challenge is concerned. So that's kind of the idea. The DVD doesn't exactly um, correspond with, with the book. Like, say, on day one, you know, maybe the DVD's talking about emotional eating or, you know, the emotions of eating. And then the book's talking about something entirely different, but it's kind of like you can watch the DVD, discuss that, and then you're doing your book throughout the week, you know, so it's different. I think, I think when people start reading the lessons and they start, they get in there and they weigh themselves and, you know, we encourage them to go down to Walgreens or CVS or whatever and get themselves checked for diabetes and check their blood pressure and all these, you know, just some simple tests to know where they are. Like we say in the book, we encourage people to know where they are at that in the beginning and write those numbers down. Right. Hopefully, you know, over the 90 days, they'll start to see changes just by, you know, if, just imagine there's a group at church, there's a group of women there that want to go walk together, you know, people at their job, they want to walk or they want to run or they want to exercise together at lunch or they want to get together afterwards. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be a, a, a thing that you dread. It should right. be something that you try to look forward to and do with a whole group of people. Our publisher's got a group of people that are doing it, and they're doing it kind of like they're weighing in every week, and they're bringing their numbers, they're putting them in anonymously. We didn't even tell them to do that. They're just, they're wanting to see, you know, people are excited about the whole concept of doing it together, and um, and and I think it, I think it's going to really take off. I mean, it's, it, it, um, we just got an ad from, uh, Lifeway, mm-hmm. Christian Bookstores, and, uh, they were uh, they had it as a must read. It is. Book. It, it's and like I said. It, it, it is very fortunate to get on the cover with us. It's that's <laughs> the New York Times bestselling book. I'm just like, wow, that's really awesome. You know, well, it is. Like it, that just blows our mind. Well, you guys did a great job. It's it's a great book. It's definitely I, I would put it on a must read because, like I said, it's 
I, the story at the beginning, again, kind of part of the charm is, you know, you're just, you're just like us. You're just, you know, a married sure. couple. And, and, and if you can do it, then, then we can do it. And then you, you give us the motivation and the, the information and the, you know, the, the tools and stuff to, uh, to make the right choices. And then about the time you're all fired up and you're ready to go, you, you get into the 90 day part and wake up and just start doing it. And, uh, have you had people that, you know, at the end of 90 days, are you amazed at the, the amount of weight that people are dropping? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we've had, we had a lady that didn't even come to any of our challenge events. She just started getting the, um, the emails and mm-hmm. stuff. Her boss came. Her boss came and, and put her on the mailing list and she lost, gosh, how much weight did she lose still in like 90 days? I think she's over, well, I don't know how much she lost in 90 days, probably 40, 50 pounds. But or she's something. lost she's, over 100 pounds. She's now. over 100. And all she did was make some changes to her current lifestyle, which in my opinion, I think that's the way most people are going to do it. They're going to drop, you know, 15 or 20 pounds just by making basic changes. You know, they said most most Americans could avoid possible diabetes if they would just cut out like a soda a day. Mm-hmm. You know, just go to no soda, cut out ketchup. I mean, just some basic things that you you don't think about all the extra sugar that you're getting in, you know, in things all day long and our bodies are just not made to handle that. And then your but, bodies are so sluggish. And we get, I mean, we do get emails almost every day of people that are, that are doing the challenge that are losing weight. And it's just, it's so amazing because, you know, we really felt like that we got chosen for the show, not just for us, but because we felt like God had a ministry for us and, and it's really truly becoming a ministry. And it's so that's the reward for the show. We didn't win the 250000 but we won the ability to help other people, and that's, that's the main thing. But I really believe that the small group thing is where it's going to go, and that's the future for our book and DVD because that's, you know, churches around America need it. And, you know, like I said, I'll just reference Oprah and Dr. Oz. Again, I was watching Dr. Oz, and, um, and they picked on a, you know, an African-American church group and this whole group in the church had diabetes, mm. and it was and it was terrible, and it was the way that they were living, and it and so much of it is culture, and so much of it is ingrained into us in our you know in our church church culture especially. You have to do this, or you have to do that, or we get together and we eat fried chicken. I mean, well, that's I, it. I've, I've got to get on my pastor because he you know we opened up a new uh, smoothie bar. <laughs> at the church, and the money goes towards missions, which is great. Right. But I don't want to give people eight or eight hundred or a thousand empty calories. Right. Where two or more, where two or more <laughs> are gathered, there will be KFC. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pastors always talking about there will be KFC in in heaven. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. The last question here: What do you think as you've been traveling around? What do you think is the most comic? common excuse that you you kind of see out there that people are saying and and what do you feel is the solution to that i I think people always especially you know women talk about the time the Mm. time element you know not having enough time because they're taking care of everybody i mean they're taking care of their friends they're taking care of their husband their kids you know they want to be a good sister they want to be good you know they want to help out at the church they want to help out at the school you know they want to do everything and they're putting themselves last and honestly one thing I've learned, because I always had that mentality, that martyr mentality, I like to say, where I felt like I was being selfish if I put myself last and didn't carve out time for myself. Mm. And I tell you what, I have learned 
but in order to have more energy and to be able to take care of all these people and all these things, you and also to be emotionally level because you have to exercise, you have to take that time for yourself because I used to be like emotionally up and down like a roller coaster all the time because my hormones were so out of whack from lack of exercise. And now I just can stay stable and my energy level stays, stays stable. And I'll go, you know, I'll get up in the morning to go to the gym and I'm at the gym at 8 o'clock and working out. And then we're going to late at night, every night. I mean, we've got three kids, real estate business. We're writing three books. We're moving. You know, we're traveling. We're speaking. And I, I've still survived, and I still have my hair intact. <laughs> pull my hair out. <laughs> but it's because you have to make that time a priority for yourself, and and to take care of your body. I mean, you just really do. And it's okay to have personal time too for people. But even you know, when you're married, a lot of times you get a little out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was always worried about Amy, and I it, I don't know why the first week on the show I looked at her. And I said, if it's okay, I'm going to do this for myself. And mm. I'm not going to worry about you right now. I'm just going to worry about me. And you know, I felt a little selfish at the moment, but I had to focus in on me because ultimately that was going to make me a better person and a better husband. Right. A, you know, a, a just better all the way around. And you know, like Amy said, just more stable and and better to where um, you know we can we can have some of our own things and we have our own life and we have our life together and life with our kids and it's just kind of um it's just kind of put things in a better perspective but people do always have a lot of little trivial excuses and then when you get down you know you get down to it it just comes down to a choice mm-hmm. and you know you have to look at the benefits of what you're going to get by making that good choice one of, one of the things that uh, Jillian just said on, on her Losing It show a couple weeks ago, she said, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? And I went, oh, that's, that's, that's a bumper sticker if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. She, I, I love her. She's able to get to the root of everything. She's, and she does. I mean, she, I mean, she's able to look at you and go, you know, this is what, what you know, there's something in there that's keeping you from you know, taking care of yourself, and and there always is, and that's one thing we try to talk about in our book, you know, you've got to figure out the root of this problem. And you can't get to the root until you're on that road. That's right. You know, yet you, our, um, our pastor has been on this, um, been on this series of messages called, um, I forgot the name of them. What road, is it? Road Trip. Road Trip, yeah. <laughs> and it's really like, you can have the best intentions in the world, and, you know, God, at the end of the day, God won't bless your intentions. He blesses your actions. So mm-hmm. he said, you know, if you get in the car and you try to go on a certain, if you want to go to the beach, you know, you got to put a road map out there. you got to know, you got to get on the right road to carry you to the beach. Right. Or else you'll wind up in the mountains or, you know, California someplace. And you're just never going to get where you want to go unless you get on the right road. And, and, um. We just found that as you get on that right road, as you start traveling, and you start putting one foot in front of the other, then over time, when you're ready, God will show you some of those things. But you have to make the determination and the choice to get started. Once you get started and start going, then later on, you're like an onion. God will peel something back and start revealing something else to you. But you can't get to the, like Amy was saying, you got to get to those roots, but you can't get to those roots by just sitting around wishing that those things are going to happen. 
you got to start peeling that weight off. And once the weight and once those those negative things start coming off of you, you'll start getting closer to that root. And you and you'll mine hit me seven or eight weeks in, and it didn't stop for a long time. So and it just and it's continued, you know. Well, and a great place to start, again, is to, to pick up the book, The 90-Day Fitness Challenge. You can find everything Phil and Amy at, at philandamyfitness.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can be their friend at uh, Facebook. You can follow them on Twitter. And uh, Phil and Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much, Dave. Uh, Enjoyed it. Appreciate it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, best of luck. I think the next book should be uh, a marriage book because you guys have been married, what now, 24, 25 years, something like that? No. 22, actually. We okay. just celebrated our 22nd anniversary. So, there you go. You guys can start working on the how to stay married that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that married through, weight, through massive weight loss. Yeah, there you go. And there you have it. I got to tell you, two of the nicest people ever. I mean, they're, they're in the process of moving. They've got a house full of kids, and they took time out uh, this evening to, to talk to me great, great people. Definitely go out. And it's a great book. And I'm glad to hear they're going to write more books because I really like the writing style. It's uh, not too short, not too long, right to the point. And to me, I've been reading it like every day I get up and read a new day. It's just, just like this little, just a little head start of the day that gets me focused in the right direction. So um, definitely check it out, the 90-Day Fitness Challenge. You can find it again at philandamyfitness.com or if you go out to our website, logicalloss.com, I'll have a link to it or you can buy it out on Amazon take your pick. So that's going to do it. And uh, what would you like to hear about on the podcast? We'll, we'll go that route. What, where, where should I go? I've got a couple things I'm going to be talking about. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm back from being kind of stalled. Vacation kind of, you know, took me on a detour, but I'm, I'm back on track. Uh, but uh, got some things in the can and uh, look forward to hearing your input Tell a friend. Again, you can subscribe to the podcast at logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes. And whatever you do, whatever you do, don't quit. I know you may be discouraged. I know you've got a long way to go. But you can do this as long as you don't quit. Because it's hard to beat somebody that won't quit. You don't believe me? Watch a kid go, Mom, Mom. Mom, mom, and mom's not answering. Mom, 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 and mom's not answering. Mom, and then eventually, what's mom do? What? Because the kid didn't quit. And if you just keep going, mom, to that weight, mom, you know, go away, go away, and you eat less, and you exercise more, go away, go away, eventually, you're going to find yourself in shape. And, And 90 days sounds like a long time. If you truly focus for 90 days, you will see a difference. And this is a great book. I'm, I'm checking it out. I'm telling you, you, you know, I wish I could give you a money back guarantee because I know I loved it. So give it a shot. And uh, till next time, we'll be back again real soon. I promise with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is 
LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. 